What's poppin'? This is Tay and Cass with the Level the Fuck Up Podcast. Mamas. Okay, we are leveling it the fuck up this week. Um, today we are going to be talking about an abundance mindset. We haven't recorded in about two weeks because we had the last two weeks batch. So it's it's just funny like coming on because me and Cass were just talking for like an hour before this. But it's just funny when you hit the record button, it's just like a whole new pressure. <laughs> Oh yeah, it really is. We just hit record three times. So there's that. So this is the recording of starting the Jesus Christ. Oh my God. (laughs) It's not just me. (laughs) We, we're, we're off to a great start. We're doing great. We're doing great. Um, update. I said that sentence backwards like I feel like my brain just said that backwards I'm like I'm excited to like re-listen to that I can either cut it out or just leave it in I don't know we'll listen to it later um but yeah you just had a stroke I had a stroke on the first episode it's fine we're coming in hot coming in hot guys we are I feel like today we are, uh, at least me, I am zen. Like, I am zened out. I'm sure that some mic drops are coming. I'll come in hot. But overall, like, zen. So this is this is going to be a little different than normal. <laughs> Which is totally fine because you know what? It's – I was just on the phone with my life coach, and my life coach is really teaching me that life doesn't always have to be black and white, and the way that you show up doesn't always have to be black and white. Like, there can be a gray area – and the gray area can be okay. And so showing up on the podcast or on social or whatever, you can still be in that gray area, but still bring in something that moves someone or adds value. So oh, that's so good. Also, pause. I just want to talk on that for a second of showing up even when you don't feel like you can show up or want to show up. If mm-hmm. you show up right now, I want you to know that doing something is better than doing it perfectly. So just yeah. um, getting something done is better than doing it perfect. So what are you neglecting doing? Like, for example, I Taylor and I could be like, we're not going to record until we're like, hyped out of our minds on three cups of coffee, um, just feeling it. Right. But instead we're choosing to show up. And so that's your reminder to show up for you as well. Yes, it is. And that you don't, you don't need to like only be your best self to put yourself in front of people or to do work or to do emails, because that has been like a huge limiting belief for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's like a a perfectionist type of mindset. And it's just like really, really trying to show up more in the gray area. So that, that way you're more confident and just like your most authentic self, because let's be real. Your most authentic self is not like three cups of coffee juiced out of your fucking mind. Like that's amazing. And that feels good, but that's not always like the real you. Totally. And I would say like, Life update for me is that quarter two just started. And so that means April, May, and June. And my number one focus is to fail per week. And so because I've created this mindset, I feel like now, even the start of this podcast, how bad of a failure that was, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Embrace it. Like, let's just keep failing. Here we 
we go. It's not going to be perfect. And on to the next. And now that yeah. I have this mindset, right, it's a, I'm able to like live in a whole new way. And it's been like the coolest, weirdest experience. It's only been week one. So I'm really excited to see like where that grows. Um, but maybe you just need to shift yeah. your mindset of knowing that like shit's going to happen. It's not going to be perfect. And like, that's like the human experience. Totally. I love that. And question. So with failing every single week, is it like trying something new that you've never tried out of your comfort zone? Or is it just like a mindset shift and relationship to like when you do fail, how you react to it? Like, what does that look like? So I am pushing myself to fail in some way. So I'm choosing originally it was just, it was because of Justine. Justine was like, write down 25 ways you can fail. And I was like, okay. And she's like, actually, let's just start with one every two weeks. And then I was like, okay, for those of you that don't know who Justine is, she's our life coach PS. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do one a week and I'm going to do one for life and one for business because I want to separate the two here. And so, uh, for example, yesterday I went golfing, fucking sucked so hard at it, but knew I was going with the mentality of like, I'm going to suck, but I'm going to fully embrace like learning something again and embrace the failure of that. And then for us with business, it was like trying 18 million things for our new launch, which I'm not going to say on the podcast right now, but I would say in that sense, then I learned failure through little things with that. And then today is starting week two. And now I'm like, okay, what could I do? And like, my brain goes to like, it doesn't always have to be big things. It can be little things. It can be instead of using 15 pound dumbbells for my workout, I'm going to use 20 or 25s and see how I fail here versus play it safe. So it's just like, I'm just mm-hmm. done playing it safe in all areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, that's great. And I just wanted like some more insight, just to, like invite y'all, if you guys want to go with Cass on that journey of failing um, and like in failing forward, like let's, let's like maybe call it like that because failing isn't like a failure and it's not an identity. It's like you're failing forward in something and you're growing out of it. So I celebrate you for that. That's awesome. Bye. Um, but yeah, life update for me. I just got back from Cabo and y'all, it was like very, very Zen time there. Like I just, I wasn't, I didn't even look at my laptop once. I was like very minimal on my phone. I did like a couple of stories here and there just to kind of like, you know, show y'all like the places that we were going. Um, and I have a highlight up if you guys want to go check that out. You guys should go to Cabo, rent my mom's condo. Um, anyways, it was just like so great. And I just read a lot and, um, just was very, very present, like the most present that I've ever been on a vacation. And then getting home, I was just like ready to get back into like the work. Like I, I hate the word grind almost because I think I've heard so many like people say it in like a very, um, just like, I don't know, cocky way, mm-hmm. but the work grind, you get what I'm saying. Um, anyways, so I get home and I take Indy to Lake Tahoe and, um, cause I missed her so much and I was wanting to take her to her favorite place on earth to go swimming. She freaking sprains her back. I didn't know that was a fucking thing. Um, but she sprained her back, which is really sad. And it's just like hard to watch your dog, like in pain and you can't really do anything about it. So there's that. And then, and then, um, when I get home from the vet, I have my phone just fucking shit on me, just break, just fucking shut off. And I'm just like, awesome. Like I (laughs) come home and I'm ready to be productive. And like, I like, 
it's just funny how the universe works sometimes. And um, my lap or my iMac as well. Um, I can't, I could not edit on my laptop or my iMac. Sorry, I get both very confused. My iMac, my iMac, my iMac. It, I've had it for a year, just shit on me as well. I can't edit on it, which is the reason why I freaking got this iMac was to fully edit on it to see my images bigger. And so um, took those both down. Everything's fixed. Everything's great. But things that I learned out of that is just there's two things that you can control in life at all times. And it is your attitude and the way that you react to shit. And then number two, like what you're going to do about your action. Like what are you going to do about the thing that's happening to you right now? Um and how to move forward, like, and just sit with it. And like, whatever's happening in your life right now, just like give yourself that love and grace and not to be hard on yourself to like, you know, maybe you're not as valuable today because you didn't get as much done or like, you know, chasing that productivity. Cause sometimes things are just going to throw you off course and like, you can't dwell on it and you can't beat yourself up about it because you can't change it. So just really accepting the faster you accept shit, the faster, like you can move forward. Um, so with all of that and then, Oh, one more thing. One, one last thing. Um, one more big one, one more big one. Um, I was pulling out of the garage and honestly, I need people to like slide into my dams because like, I don't know if this is like common because that would make me feel a lot better if this is common, but Tyler like never parks in the driveway And so I was on autopilot. I was leaving for a photo shoot and I fucking pull out of the driveway and I fucking sideswipe his car. And I just heard it. And I was like, fuck me. And so I get out and I mean, there's not any like dents or anything, but like, there's like paint scratches. It's like funny that my car is more fucked up than his little like Mazda, um, which is just weird to me. But So that all happened. And, you know, I was having a moment of like, okay, I'm home and, you know, thinking of it like, oh, this week's shit. But no, let's be real. That was only like two days. And I don't need to let that define like how this week is going to go, how like, you know, being home is going to be and how much shit I get done, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, just like rolling with the punches of life and, Life just doesn't always go your way. And, you know, you can, I just you love can... that we always have a story at the beginning of these. Like, I'm waiting for the day where we like go to record and it's like, life update, not shit. Life's great. Here we go. Everything's rolling. Right. Da, 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 da. But I feel right. like the like this year, every week we go to record, we're like, and then this happened. And then <laughs> this. we are. I know. I'm just like, we need like a to have a TV show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's exactly what we need. I feel like it would be so fucking entertaining. Um, Not to like talk up our life or anything, but I really do think that that would be really entertaining. Um, Anyways, that's like majority of the life updates um, other than what Cass has already mentioned. We're having a big launch for Level Up, so stay tuned for that. We'll kind of drop some hints as we get closer like in the next two weeks or so. Um, Yeah, because what your girl 
Tay Kern is coming to Nash City, bitch. And it's about to be lit. We are going to be working, working, working. Um, we've never done a work trip, and now this is going to be a work trip. A lot of the times it's work and play, and let's be real, we play more than we work. But this one is very intentional. It is intentional for you guys. We have a lot coming, so I'm very excited. Two weeks from now, it's about to go down. Um, but... To transition that, guess what today's podcast is all about? Taylor spelled the word co- incorrectly, but it's totally fine. <laughs> what's um, new? What's new? <laughs> but when we go to record a podcast, she like puts in like the title of it, and I went to go read it, and I'm like, that does not say abundant, abundant mindset, abundance mindset. Well, maybe that is right. Maybe I'm just retarded. But anyways, um, it's probably what's real. Yeah. Anyways, abundant mindset. Terry, what does that mean for you? Okay. Having an abundant mindset means, okay, this is just something that hits a string for me right now. And I have probably a different definition for this every week. But for me, having an abundant mindset is not complaining and not judging myself for like my thoughts. Um, and the way that I like, like the way that I, because your thoughts impact your feelings, which impact your actions, right? Like that's just across the board. That's just what it is. But I just think it's so important in an abundant mindset to really, really know, like the minute that you wake up out of bed and you like awake from the dead, like you're just, you, you, you think, and those become feelings. And just to be very, very aware of like not being judgmental towards the way that you're thinking or you're feeling because your emotions are always going to be fleeting and they're not like, they are not you, like your thoughts going on upstairs. Like, sorry, I have like so many different ways I want to go about this, which I'm like, unsure how to, how to really correlate it. But, um, so the, un- I was reading this book called the untethered soul. And at the beginning of it, it basically says, um, like your thoughts upstairs are not you you're the one listening to them. So you are in your body. You are listening to your thoughts that those happening up there are not you. And they are, they are not like who you are. Um, so I think having an abundant mindset is really knowing how to pick the two and like, you know, doing the thought work of what is temporary and what is a fact. And then going from there into like how you like, how you do your actions every single day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. I feel like for me, I just pictured like a little cast, like downstairs in my body. And then there's a, like another person up here. And that person is telling me to do something. And then it's like Cass's power to be like, no bitch. Like, this is like when your mom, like, this, I don't know why I'm going to refer this to this, but like, remember when you're in high school, I hope this happens to other people than other than just me. When you're in high school and your mom like comes to like wake you up for high school and like turns on your light and it's like, it's time to get up. And you're like, no bitch. Like I wasn't going to take a shower this morning. I was just going to wake up 15 minutes before I go to high, like school. Let me fucking sleep. But mom and dad are like, time to get up, time to get up. No, I'm grown. Let me get up when I want to get up. Oh, Kurt. And so I feel like that is like the two different things in your brain of like your brain brain is telling you like to do something and this is how you're feeling and these are your thoughts like oh today's gonna be a shitty day you have all these to-do lists da, 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 da. you need to think of that as a different person 
like a third party that's in your brain. And then you get to choose if you're listening to that person or you get to choose if you make your own rules that day. And so I think that that is just so freaking powerful. And now I'm just like obsessed with that concept. Okay. Now, but for me in regards to an abundant mindset, I would say, I just want y'all to know, like you right now, you right now are limiting yourself. Like you and you alone are limiting yourself. You are putting limitations on how much you make, on what your body looks like, to how many times you eat healthy this week, to what friendships you have, to the vacations you take. You and you alone are limiting yourself. So if you feel as though that you aren't up to par with whoever you want to be, the only person that is in control of that is you. And so I want you to answer this question of like, how are you limiting yourself right now? How are you limiting yourself right now? Taylor, how are you limiting yourself? I'm here to listen. <laughs> Puts me on the spot. Let's get it. Um, I would say I'm, I'm limiting myself by um, like, okay. I'm going to go back to everything at the beginning of this podcast, that, like all the life updates, right? Cause that's where my brain goes. Um, yeah. Um, I limit, I limited myself by thinking like, you know how everyone says, not everyone, but you know, that saying that says like, oh, bad shit happens in threes or, or like things happen in threes. And it's like, that's like superstitious. Like, no, like you, like things happen with what you believe them to happen as like, it's like the law of attraction, right? Like when you, when you think of the good, the good's going to happen. If you're like, you're, you're almost like, I had two bad things happen and then it was almost like I was waiting on the third to happen. And that's a limiting belief. Like that is such a limiting belief, but like I have just believed it for so long that like I I wrote a caption on this the other day of like your brain, like in the way that you think, like, so say, you know, I, I thought that, you know, things happened in threes. Your brain is going to prove that to be true. Because that is what you've been telling it. And so it is going to pull and cherry pick out of your mind how to make that that belief system is true. And so um, you are in control of that, though. Like you are in control of how you limit yourself and what you think, because it is so, so important to be thinking of like, it's not necessarily just being positive. It's thinking of like, things as, you know, not like complaining about them. So back to like my, the way that I feel like the abundant mindset would work. I think so many people like, even at the start of conversations will be like, um, Oh, like the weather's just so shitty today. Huh? Like they even start a conversation on a complaint. Um, and it, and it's like, you know, you don't even realize it, but like these little moments that you complain or judge or judge yourself or judge others, um, that limits you from having a really abundant and open mindset. Um, so instead of like complaining or judging, like, um, coming from a place of like, you know, just, just talking about the good, like talking about what you do have and, um, you know, the things that are going right. Um, and sometimes people can like, kind of say that that's maybe like toxic positivity because that thing is coming out right now, which, which it is a thing because it's like toxic positivity is basically for those of you who don't know, it's like someone saying that like, so say I tell Cass like, Oh, like I'm just like really depressed today. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm just like not feeling it. Like I hit Tyler's car and then that's her saying like, well, at least, at least you didn't total it. Like, at le- you know, like, you know, you can just, it's, it's basically just like to- toxic in a way of not, um, validating your emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that was just a whole tangent on that side. So anyways, just look for the good and the good gets better. What do you have to say? Yes. Yes. Yeet. We're here for that. Um, <laughs> I would say for my limiting belief right now would be honestly to charge what I'm worth here in Nashville because Mm -hmm. what I charge here in Nashville is completely different than what I charge in Hawaii. And I justify that for the fact of it being Hawaii. But in reality, I think I'm limiting myself and my work just based off of like being new, but it's like, you might be new to this location, but bitch, you're not new. And so, um, yeah, definitely be mine. That's good. Um, and so how would you maybe like convince yourself that you are worth it there in Nashville? Honestly, I think it's just action of like redesigning a pricing guide that would be like this. These are my prices. Like if you've worked with me in the past in here in Nashville, like those were just my, my newcomer prices, but now I'm shifting to, to being this and just fully acceptance of that. So it's like getting rid of the old and and with the new and it's it's like on me to create that totally and I think too it's like when you do build a pricing guide and you do charge more really really knowing and like almost feeling it ahead of time that like some more people are going to say no to you but it's like um it's like if you are not being told no with whatever you're charging, whatever your business or whatever you're doing in your life, if you are not being told like, um, no, like we can't afford you, you're not charging enough because like if you're booking every single person, then that's going to like, that's not even going to be like your type of people. And I feel like you're going to be overworking yourself and draining your, your energy by working with too many people than charging enough to work with the right people. Totally. And I would say that you should do that in the first year of your business. But after that first year, you need to be done doing that. Mm -hmm. And take me as an example of like, I've moved twice now from Reno to Hawaii to Hawaii to here. And every time I've done that, when it's like, okay, bitch, like you've been in your business for three years, but like, you aren't acting like it because it's like the new year or whatever. So whatever excuses you're giving yourself to not do it, take it from me and know that like you have built your craft and people deserve to pay for that. And so I had an interesting conversation with um, Hunter Primo. She is one of my clients here in Nashville. If you don't follow her, you should. She's an amazing like blogger, influencer. She's probably the only one I actually like really like shouldn't say this on the podcast, but like love and support and all the things. Cause the way her brain works about influencing. And she was talking, her husband is a photographer and they shoot together. Um, and is the reason like her brand has gotten built to what it is. And she was like, what will take us five minutes? will take other people like an hour because we've been doing it for so long and we have that routine. So people expect me to charge less because mm-hmm. it's taking me less time. But like what they don't know is the, the three years that it took me to get to do it in five minutes. And we've all heard that before, but with her saying that, I just was like, well, shit, like what is taking me five to 30 minutes 
that will take everybody else an hour to two hours. And that in itself of like, if you're able to get to your craft to knowing that like you're doing something efficiently way, and that's not everything, right? Like obviously doing a wedding video, it's going to take me 10 hours, but it's going to take me 10 hours instead of 20, like it used to. So if you're limiting your time to what you're doing in your craft, that is also a sign that you need to level up when it comes to your pricing. Um, and I'm not even sure how we got on this tangent, but I'm here for it. So there's that. I know. know. No, but I think it goes back to like, so the analogy that I would kind of put to what you were kind of saying is, um, the pyramid, a pyramid, right? So like at the very, very beginning of any business or, um, anything you start, it doesn't even need to be like a business, but, um, so I want to be like more relatable to those of you who don't have a business, but, um, since we are talking about businesses and pricing, so it's like a pyramid, right? And like at the very, very bottom, you have a lot more bricks to build your foundation. And so you, it takes a lot more time to carry all those bricks and put them down to build that foundation. But every single brick that you stack above that to create the pyramid, it's less weight, it's less time and it's less energy. Um, but that doesn't mean that like, you know, you should still be charging the same thing as you did when the foundation, like, yes, it's, it's, it's less because you're getting better at it, but like, that's, that's when you are in higher demand. And when you are in higher demand, like it doesn't. And also I think with like a lot of people, like I mentor is a lot of people think that it's like a time frame, right? It like, like, Oh, the first year of your business, you need to do this. No, like if you elevate and you are in high demand in three months to six months or whatever, time it could be like fucking 17 days if you are all of a sudden in fucking demand you raise your prices Mm, that's actually really good she just made a really great point that rebuttals my point and she's correct guys because of the way she said it so I don't want you to think that like well these bitches just gave us two completely different advice most people it's gonna take a year because most people aren't all in or nothing and are able to master their craft that quickly however there are people out there that are listening that have mastered their craft very quickly and so like what she said of if you're getting higher demand quicker then that's when you raised your prices. So she is correct on that. Touche Taylor. Let's go. All right. I just don't, I think that, you know, we just kind of throw out certain examples um, because they're all based on our personal experiences. But I think that there's so many different people across the board who have different levels of how fast they dive into things and how, how, you know, much education, how good they go. And like, and it's not even like about being a master, right? Like, uh, like, I think the confidence come with, comes with like, once you master it, like for a photography example, like you have your yeah. price spread and then you get confidence in your editing style and your marketing and, and you're getting booked consistently. And like, that gives you the confidence to, um, raise your prices more because you are, you know, you're busier. Right. Um, totally. but I, I think that if, if you are being hired a lot and like you are literally like 30 days in the month, if you are being booked for like 28 of those and you're still charging like 200 bucks, it's like, dude, you got to raise that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Ooh, so good. So good. Ugh. Anyways, abundant mindset. <laughs> it, it does flow into it um, with pricing and stuff. But anyways, I just think that with like having an abundant mindset, it really is just looking. Um, it's, it's looking more towards your future. And I've said this again on the podcast, but it just really hits. And I just want to remind you guys again, that if you guys are a past tense thinker, um, that reliving 
what you've said or what some a situation was like or what um like anything in the past like reliving that is not serving you in the present tense and it's not it's not serving and setting your future self up for success so I would say to really try to like envision the future self. So for example, um, me and my um, life coach, Justine, um, that we talk about all the time, um, she was talking to me today about um, financial abundance within myself. And I just going to be really straight up and real with y'all. I um, like struggle with getting out of debt and then getting right back into debt. And um, like, um, really challenging my brain to like thinking of what do I want the most versus what I want right now for instant gratification. Cause I'm a very emotional person. So I act a lot impulsively on my emotions and sometimes buying things makes my emotions feel better. Um, so I'm working on that. Right. Um, but she was just like, okay, out of like the six, six, seven years, you've been a photographer. Um, you know, basically have you prepped for your off season that you say that you have like an off season, which those photographers know, like, you know, you have your wedding months and you have your times that you're booking, but then you have like your November through like February area where like, you're not booking a shit ton. And like, it is going to be a money cut financially. Um, and like, are you prepping for that? I will be completely real with y'all. I have never prepped for that once and out of my six, seven years, I've been a photographer mind blowing because I have just figured it out, which I'm like, I celebrate myself for, but at the same time it has created so much financial stress and so much like, just, just not like just winging it financially is not the best idea. I wing it in a lot of other areas, but winging it financially, I just wouldn't recommend And so anyway, she's like, okay, why don't you envision yourself in November, like just so at peace with like your finances because you prepped every single month from now till November of like, you can pay yourself for four months and not have to work if you didn't want to. And I was just like, fuck, like just to really envision that self. Like, how is she waking up in the morning? How does she feel? How much is she pouring into level up? Like, cause, cause financial stress takes from your relationships. It takes from your dreams. It takes from your self care. It takes from so much in your life that if you are not aiming for where you want to go, like if you're basically, it's like that saying that Rachel Hollis always says, like, if you're not aiming for it, you're going to hit that every time. Right? Like, But if you are aiming for something like a dart on a fucking dartboard, like you're going to hit the fucking center if you keep on aiming for it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't aim for it, you're going to fucking, you're not, you're not going to fucking hit it. Mm -hmm. And I would say Taylor and I are two different spectrums of um, her area of growth in this area is my strength. And Mm -hmm. so when it comes to finances, I can say like within the last year, I have really honed in on having like a financial Google doc to financial advisor to really knowing my finances, what's going out, what's coming in and creating goals for myself for like each quarter. And when you know what's in your bank and you know what's coming in, you're able to make like 
real life goals that allow for you to like really like throw the dart and hit it kind of vibes where I think a lot of the times I have clients all the time that are like, I don't really know my finances. Like I know I book this much and that's what it is, but I'm like, yes, but what's going out or what are, what apps are you spending money on? And it's like every single person right now that's listening, if you go to your subscriptions on your phone and you look at what you're spending, it's ridiculous. Like you, this is my challenge to you is to cut out at least two things that you're paying for at least two things that you are paying for. Um, and also if you were actually do a financial like breakdown of what your expenses are per month, that goes from like your rent to what you're paying for your groceries to going out all the things and you, and you put what you, what is coming in and you create a goal that's like, okay, this is how much I want to save per month. Once you see it, then like your brain connects to like how hard you're working and how much you're spending. And for me, it's like, if I'm going to fucking work this hard, this much money better be in my goddamn bank account. And I don't need the fucking Lululemon pants that I, that I want to buy because guess what? I bought some six months ago that I barely even fucking wear. And so you have to like get to the state of like realization with that. And, and just knowing also like once you understand your financial situation, that's when abundance really starts to happen because you're aware And so for me in quarter one, it's like abundance happened so fucking much because I was aware. I was aware of my time and I was aware of my money. And I, I leveled up in a sense of like going back to the pricing thing of pricing myself at what I'm worth. So I worked a lot less, but made a lot more. And so abundance is you're able to have abundance when you know where you're even at right now. But a lot of times people want abundance, not even knowing where they are, whether that's mentally, physically, or financially, if you don't know where you are, you're not going to know where you're going. And that goes back to Taylor's point. Totally. And I think too, with all of that said, I think that you around money, like, cause there's probably a lot of people listening right now that are in debt because it's a very common thing. So you're not alone in that. Um, and we just want to make you feel like, you know, not like shitty about yourself or like maybe not having like, you know, the best money habits. Right. But like listening to this and being like motivated to look at your accounts today. And like, I know that it can be, cause I've been there, I've been there where you have a higher number of debt than you have like as a plus sign, right? Like, so it's like more of a negative sign than a plus sign. And like seeing that it just doesn't like give you like, you know, a pat on the back. It actually like, it really makes you want to like shame yourself and it makes you want to like be mad at yourself. But the more that you do it, the more familiar to that emotion you're going to be. And, um, you, you have to face it. Like you have to face the negative. Um, and maybe you, maybe you have more positive than you have negative, but maybe you're just trying to grow the, grow the positive and invest it and make smarter financial decisions. And maybe just like not, um, spend your money on stupid places. Cause like for me, which this is actually another limiting belief. I would always say like, I'm a better spender than I am like a saver. And that subconsciously really, really like it proves itself to be evident in my life. The the more that I say that, right. Um, because this is another question that I want to ask you guys, like, do you use money to make you happy? And I'm sure a majority of us would say, yes, we use money to make us happy. We use money to travel. We use money to buy us shit. But at the same time, like you need to know, like consciously, 
what what's the consequence if you make the decision to like um buy yourself that new outfit that like you think is going to make you look confident so that's how you justify it like oh like I just like want self-confidence and self-love and a new content photo on Instagram and so I'm going to buy myself this new outfit or this new lack of colors hat like because also on social media sorry my brain's going in a lot of different areas but on social media um we see so many influencers I mean Cass were actually talking about this prior to recording but we see so many influencers like buying all this stuff and because they are ambassadors and maybe they get free products and they get like a kickback for um you know what you buy from their link right and I've done this too like I have an Amazon link um but at the same time it's like really cautiously like looking at those things and being like asking yourself these two questions. Cause these are the two questions that I'm going to be asking myself every single day. So I invite you guys to ask them with, with me, um, that like, is this going to lead me to what I want most? Or is this going to lead me to what I want right now to give me like a dopamine hit? Hmm. That's a good question. You know? And, and so it's like, just don't be impulsive. Try to like think about it twice. Another, um, quote that, um, I've heard that I really like to live by or try to is if you can't buy it twice with cash, then you can't afford it. So if, and that can be like, that can be hard and that can be defeating, but you know, buy what you need. Like don't, don't buy what you want right now you know, like get, get to that point. You'll feel so much more proud of yourself and you're setting that future self up. Like we always talk about that, right? Like that future self up to be like, wow, I'm so glad that I didn't buy that stupid thing to just give me like an emotional like raise for, for the time being. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, I don't, I guess money was just like on my mind. So that's where we went with this podcast, but abundance goes into so many different areas of your life and, and to like the way that you train yourself to think about things. So I would just say to be more aware of what you're complaining about and what you're judging yourself for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And know where you're limiting yourself because where you're limiting yourself is where abundance is not going to happen. So it's almost thinking of it as like, if there are like three doors in front of you, if you want to picture three doors, it's like, are those doors open or are they closed? And it's like, it could go from your relationship to your career to like your lifestyle slash like happiness and money, like whatever you want those three doors to be. And it's like a lot of the times we close those doors and you're like, okay, I am where I am, but I want to invite you to open them and have a limitless, like abundant mindset versus you're stuck where you are. It's like, you're not stuck. Like there are paths to be taken. There are doors to go through and just know that they are not going to open themselves. It takes you to open them. Um, And sometimes we wait for them to open on their own. And it's like, sis, that's not going to happen. So what door do you need to open this week? And we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Rate and review because you know that's where it's at. And truly, I just don't think that we really say this enough, but um, I know I do and she does. Of like, We truly appreciate every single one of you. We love you. We love the DMs that we get. We love hearing the stories of how this has inspired you. And just like, thank you. Thank you for spending your time listening to our shit show slash greatness slash knowledge slash wisdom and all the fucking things. 
Yes, we just love you guys so fucking big. And we're just so grateful you're a part of our tribe. I feel like we don't say that enough, but we're gonna we're gonna really start using that like the tribe as like something that we're talking to you guys about because you guys are our tribe. And like we're just so yeah, endlessly grateful to have you guys a part of it. And with that said, Dope. Good job. No, it's not done yet. <laughs> Just kidding. Goodbye. Not tell for now. <laughs>